Welcome to episode 14 of the Mile 62 podcast. I'm your host, Richard Elkins, coming to you from Austin, Texas. We cover all things ultra running in the southern United States with a special focus on Texas. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, we got 2020 upon us, and what does that mean? That's a new trail racing trail racing uh, season. And uh, I'm, I'm recording this on Friday. It's Bandera 100K Eve. One of the biggest races in Texas, Bandera 100K, takes uh, place out at Bandera State Park. And this year, it's uh, on Saturday, uh, January 11th. Um, one change this year is the 100K starts at 6 a.m. on Saturday. And the 25 and 50K starts on Sunday at uh, 6 a.m. In the past, they started on the same day. So if you you need to be uh, conscientious of what what day you're starting, um, if it's the first time for racing out at Bandera, it's about two hours from San Antonio, and it's about thirty minutes, uh, twenty to thirty minute drive from Bandera. It's at Bandera State Park, so you want to get everything you need in ba- uh, San Antonio or Bandera before you head out to the park because once you get out to the park, there's there's no restaurants or stores or anything and most of the park does not have cell signal now you do uh, hopefully they've improved it but uh, two years ago last time I raced out there they had no signal until you got up on the ridges during the races sometimes you could you could send messages you hear your phone beeping Uh, there is some signal once you get up high but most of the park has no cell signal how's the weather it looks like it's going to be wet uh, today. Friday, uh, today's Friday. It's supposed to be raining hard. Maybe some hail later today, but it's supposed to clear up during the night and uh, be uh, cloudy, uh, partly sunny all day Saturday. Uh, but it, it's going to be a little bit chilly, especially for people from the south. Um, it could be in the high 30s at at a race start, and it will warm up during the day. And for the mid and back of the pack runners which I'm included, uh, it's going to get a little bit chilly at night once the sun goes down. So be prepared. Um, being that it's going to be at Bandera State Park this year instead of Camp Eagle as of last year, um, you got to be uh, prepared for the sotal, sotal bush. That's a plant that it's, it's like a long saw blades. And once you get up on the, hill, on the hilltops, they're everywhere. And you can't avoid them. When you're running single track, they're on both sides, just like a car wash, and they're going to scrape your legs. So um, I always recommend to wear longer shorts or, um, or tights. Um, I'm planning on wearing my Exoskin uh, three-quarter shorts tomorrow, unless it's really cold and I'll put on tights. But I definitely would not wear short running shorts. Otherwise, your legs are going to get really cut up. And it happens every year. You see people with their legs bleeding. Uh, covered in blood and it's because of the soda bush they're on the on the hilltops and you, you can't avoid them so be prepared for that also make sure you bring cash uh, the park only accepts cash so runners get in uh, free with your entry but anyone else needs to pay ten dollars a person so make sure you bring cash out to the park and usually tejas trails has a, a catering vendor out there and uh, so it's helpful to have cash i think they do take credit cards 
but there'll be some food on site, but you need to take most of the things you need uh, with you and get them before you leave Bandera. Uh, I've been studying the, the uh, registered racers. Um, uh, Tejas Trails doesn't use ultra sign-up, so it can be a little bit tricky because with the, the provider they use, a runner can hide their entry. But it looks like the top, the top pros that are going to be out there is, from the female side, Amanda Basham who's uh, sponsored by Ultra Aspire. Uh, I'm also sponsored by Ultra Aspire. I'm on their ambassador team. She's a lead ambassador, so wish her well. Uh, we got Elisa McDonald coming down from Canada, really strong runner. Done really well in the last few years, especially like out at Havelina and other big races. Sally McRae, sponsored by Nike. She's coming in from California, a very solid runner. And then on the male side, we have uh, Alex Nichols coming in from Colorado City. We've got Ryan Montgomery coming in from California, which is a strong runner. The men's side is a little bit light. Um, so it'd be interesting. There might be some names I've never heard of uh, winning this race. Uh, one Texas favorite, Trevor Metting. He's on the uh, trail racing over Texas trot team. Uh, if you race in Texas, you know who Trevor is because he wins almost every race. Uh, Every race I'm in, I always get a few flybys uh, by Trevor. Um, I think Trevor has a really good chance of getting a golden ticket out at Bandera if he, he runs a very solid race. He's a really good runner. He's based out of Houston. Uh, so let's see what happens. Um, I think that's it for Bandera. It's, it's going to be an exciting weekend. Uh, could be a little bit wet, but uh, uh, it should be no rain on Saturday. I think most of the rain is going to happen today on Friday. And so I'm, I'm heading out there uh, later today to try to get my tent set up. I'm going to set up a base camp and uh, look for me. If you're out there, I'll have my Mile 62 podcast hat on and I'll be wearing an Ultra Aspire vest and uh, look forward to meet you if you're out there. Um, also, I'd like to do a, a uh, technical review on the Jaybird Terra Pro headset. What is that? Uh, it's, it's really exciting because they finally have got a headset out there, earphones out there that are designed for ultra runners. I mean, it's nothing worse than your, your, your earphones lasting three hours and then having to be charged again. I was wearing Beats, uh, headphones for many years. They just don't last and, uh, you're lucky to get three or four hours out of them. Um, I don't use, I don't use headphones during ultras, um. I never have, never will. And, uh, but if I'm running roads, which most of my training is done during the week and especially in my, um, living area, um, I, I always wear headphones. This makes it more, uh, exciting, less boring, but I don't recommend wearing headphones when you're running ultras. I can give, I could talk forever about snakes and animals that I've seen and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have heard them if I had headset on, um, last year, I ran into a six-foot rattlesnake uh, crossing the trail. Um, I, w- I wouldn't have heard him coming through the brush if, if I had had headphones on. Um, one, 100K last year, I, I had a, probably a 200-pound uh, Russian boar run through the brush right next to me. Um, so definitely don't want to be wearing headphones out there. There's a lot of reasons not to. But on the roads, I think they're, they're a good idea. You just got to be careful from cars. If you're running in your own area, your, your living area, it's, it's no big deal. 
Uh, so Jaybird Terra Pro. The, this headset is about $170. I bought mine at Academy Sports a few weeks ago. Designed for ultra runners. They have different versions of the Jaybird. Uh, I think the other one's called the Vista. You don't want that one. Those are, uh, don't, don't, they don't have the battery power that the Jaybird uh, Terra Pro. I, I mentioned that because the Vista is always on sale. The Terra Pro is not. So you want the Terra Pro. So this, what, what about the, what's, what makes this uh, headphone so great? 14 hours of playtime really unbelievable the 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 pods on both sides are about the same size as every other brand i don't know how they do it they must be using nmc battery i'm in the battery business it must be a really strong lithium uh, ion or nmc battery uh, powering this thing i've tested them i'm seeing about eight percent battery loss every hour of playtime so my estimate I listen to my I listen to music pretty loud and also podcast pretty loud. I'm I'm estimating probably about 12 hours playtime if the volume is high. And one neat thing about this headset is when you turn it on, it tells you uh, 90% battery life uh, uh, remaining. It tells you how 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 well charged the batteries are, the state of charge we call SOC uh, when you turn them on. So there's not going to be any cases like on other headphones where you go out on a run and you know, 15 minutes in the run, the the headset dies because you forgot to charge it or you left them on or whatever. When you turn these things on, it tells you what the state of charge is, which is really, really neat. Um, these headphones are IPX7. What does that mean? Uh, this is a sweat and waterproof rating. And uh, if you don't know what IP means, it means ingress protection. That means the ability to keep water out and dust out. Well, this particular uh, set is IPX7. What that means is uh, the X means dust is a dust rating. So these headphones were not dust tested for ingress protection. But I, I have a feeling they are pretty resistant to dust. Why? Because the water resistant rating is 7. And water resistance is measured on a scale of 0 to 9. So these are pretty, pretty, pretty good. You know... In comparison, an iPhone, I think, is IP64. So the water rating on these headphones is a little bit better than an iPhone. Uh, other features, it, it says it has a switch fit. You can over and under the ear. I, I do not see how that works. Um, uh, a little bit don't understand that. For me, the way the, the uh, earbuds uh, come in, you really can only put it in your ear. But they fit snug. It comes comes with earbuds, uh, different sizes, one through three, and number two is pre-installed. Um, I they fit fine for me. Uh, the pre-installed number twos, even after a lot, I sweat. You know, I'm in Texas. The humidity's high. Um, they don't come loose, but they do give you a, a, a number one size and a number three, which is larger. And sometimes people need a different size on each ear. So it's very flexible. When you set up your earphones, you have to uh, download an app from Jaybird. To, uh, it helps you adjust your earphones. Uh, you can actually do an EQ adjusting. I haven't tried that. You can also set it up with your Spotify account to listen to music and download music. I don't use that as well. But um, it, the, the earphones are adjustable. Um, it's pretty cool. It helps you... Uh, pair 
your earphones with your iPhone. It's very user-friendly. Uh, controls. The controls are really neat on the on the Jaybird. Um, the so you have a a plus for volume, and then you have a a stop button, and then a, and a, a, a minus button for lower the volume. But the plus the plus button, if you just press it, it makes the volume go up. But if you hold on it, it will it will transfer to the next song. I don't know about you, but on my other headphones, I never could adjust you know, change songs from my headphones. I always had to pull out my phone and do that, which is really uh, troublesome if you have your phone in your vest or you're using a waist belt and the phone is, is behind your back. So that's really neat. I've tested that and that works. Like so, so if you hit the plus sign, hold it down, you're gonna go to your next song. If you hold the minus sign and hold, you're gonna go to the previous song. And you can also answer calls by using the, the stop play uh, button. So one uh, double press, uh, you, you can uh, hang up a call, press, answer a call, hold is on and off. The only complaint I have about these headphones is turning them on can be a little bit tr troublesome. Turning them off, I can hear the beep, no problem, but sometimes when I hold the button to turn it on, uh, it, it just doesn't come on. Uh, I have to do it a few times, so that might be a software improvement they you know, need to do in an update. Um, that's the only issue I found with these these headphones. So I may have to push it a couple times to get them to turn on. Turning off seems to be no problem. Um, how do they charge? They've got a kind of a banana clip, which is the shape of of the uh, control uh, module on the headphones, and it's real easy. It just uh, with magnet, it's it's magnetized. It, it it'll uh, connect together and charge. The earphones do have magnets in both of the pods. So you, if you're not using them, you can put it around your neck and you can, the two magnets will hold the headphones on your neck, which is pretty cool. I haven't tried that, um, but the, the manual says you can do that. Um, that's it uh, about the headphones. I think they're, I, th I suggest them. They're really a good buy. I'm not sponsored by Jaybird. I've tried a lot of different brands and after a few months, thrown them away been through two pair of Beats headphones and these things are superior. It looks like they're really designed for people that are going to be out there running a long time. And one neat thing is five minutes of charging is two hours of playtime. So it has a really fast charging uh, uh, IC, which is pretty neat. Um, next, I want to talk about uh, the Garmin uh, Strength app. So I always trying to do Garmin uh, Pro Tips. Uh, as you know, I've, if you've got a Phoenix series phone, just just a uh, just a little bit of back uh, backstory before I get into the app is, you know, on the far left on the on the Garmin series watches, you've got your light. In the middle, uh, which they call number two, you have the up menu. Three is down, which is the bottom left, and then four on the upper right is the press or play button. That's the probably the button you use the most. That's the one you start your runs and everything. And then five is back or lap lap light, or, or lapping, not lap light. What am I saying? On the Strength app, the Strength app is designed a lot like the hydration app was done. So you basically, you select the Strength app and then you start the timer. And the, the device can uh, count your reps. And I've done this with curls and you, you, start, you start the set and then you push lap to finish the set. 
and then the watch will display the total reps for the for the set after and then you and then necessary press down and edit the number of reps i haven't tried that but you can do that when you're done resting you hit lap and it'll start your next set uh it's a pretty neat app um it works much better than the hydration app i didn't like the hydration app but this one does count your reps and i've tried uh, tri doing my triceps i've tried doing uh, shoulder reps i've done biceps um the only the only one it couldn't count is when i did deadlifts for some reason it couldn't it couldn't uh recognize that motion but it's pretty it's pretty incredible that the watch can uh, recognize these movements and count your reps but it will do that now the downside of this is if you know we're all strava users everybody wants everything on strava and i'm no different if you the garmin app will show you how many reps you did and all the details um however and it's and it's adjustable you can put different exercises in there and try to tweak it some however when it transfers to strava it just shows activity and the time total time so it doesn't give any details so unless if you're just wanting to monitor your strength training on your garmin app on your phone uh, it's it's not very useful so um another thing i've been looking into is i want to i wanted a gel like a goo not goo that's a brand name gel reminder uh timer on my on my on my phoenix they do have one on garmin that was uh it's a i don't know if it was submitted by goo or it was designed for goo but for some reason it won't work on the phoenix watch it won't let you download it which is kind of odd phoenix is the highest end of the garmin watch but you can't use that the goo uh gel reminder uh, what i'm looking to do is i want to download a a uh a app onto the on my watch so that it tells me every 30 to 45 minutes wherever i set to eat a gel during ultras that's so easy to forget so there is uh one on there but you can't use it on the phoenix so if you're using a different model of uh, uh garmin you might want to try that out also if you know of one that will work on the phoenix please uh drop me a direct message or an email because uh, i'm interested to, to set it up on my own watch um so uh, going back to my, uh, uh, just an update on my race schedule, um, I'm planning to do the Bandera 100K tomorrow. In February, I'm doing Jackalope Jam, the 72-hour event, which is going to be very interesting. I've never run for three days. I'm going to be camping out there, have my little base camp, and just see what I can do. I've never done a multi-day event like that. The longest I've ran is 29 hours. So it's going to be very interesting. And it could be cold and bad weather which actually I hope it will be because it tends to, I tend to do better because I'm an older runner, you know, and the, the more difficult the conditions are, it becomes more of a mental race and I do better in those type of races. Brazos Bend, I'm doing in April uh, in Houston area, Needleville. Habanero 100, I'm doing in August. El Taco Loco 100K in San Antonio, it's the first time I'll be racing that race. Um, actually, Brazos Bend, I haven't raced before either. Habanero, this will be my third time, but this year I'm doing 100 mile. I've never done the 100 mile. I've only done the 50K and the 100K. And then in December, I'm doing Brazos Bend 100 mile in Needleville. So I got 200 miles, 200 mile, a lot of 100Ks on the schedule and 200 mile events. Uh, um, that's the most I've ever done in a year. So I got six ultras on the schedule already, and 
I'm thinking about during the summer maybe trying a Spartan race. I've been very interested in those. Maybe do a Spartan Ultra race. And uh, let's see. Um, I've been thinking about that. Or I may do the I may do the Tejas Trails um, uh, night race series. I've done that before. That's pretty neat. Those are 30k or 60k events. Um, yeah, that that's that's all I wanted to talk about today. Um, oh no, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. I have one ultra tip. Um, a lot of us use ultra shoes or Hoka shoes uh, for trail running and ultra. I've tried all most all of their um, road shoes, and to be honest, not too happy with them. I use the the Solstice for tra- uh, doing some uh, uh, mile repeats and stuff on the track. It's good, but it doesn't have too much padding, so I can't do longer runs with it. I've had the Duo and a few other models similar to, to that. They're nice. Uh, they're comfortable, but the way the the bottom soles are designed, they pick up rocks. Rocks get stuck in them, and I don't like that. It drives me nuts. And, uh, so I've always used Hoka on the road, um, mainly the Clifton. I've been using Clifton's four five and now six model, but the last month I've been starting to use my ultra Olympus on the road. And, uh, that might sound crazy to you. Um, but what I've been doing is, you know, after a few hundred miles, unfortunately the new Olympus, it wears out pretty fast. <coughs> Excuse me. Or the tongue on the front is coming loose. I'm, I'm hoping they will improve on that. But overall, I love the shoe. I need that extra protection for the the trails. I've uh, used uh, the Temp for many years. But the Temp, uh, the new 1.5, just to be honest, I think it's crap. They squeak. Make a lot of squeaking noise when you run, especially in the humidity. And they don't have much padding. It's more like the Lone Peak. I really like the old temp. I still have a few uh, uh, pairs of the old temps. It's actually my backup, my backup one today. Um, but I've been using my Ultra Olympus on the road, and uh, it's working real well. And you know, it might sound crazy, but Dean Carnazza's, you know, ultra ultra marathon runner, has been using uh, trail shoes on the road for a long time um, because uh, North Face don't make running shoes. At least I haven't until recently. So I suggest try that out. I like it because I get I, I get more time with the heavy shoes and get used to them. Um, anyways, have a great uh, weekend running. If you'd like to follow me on social media, it's RunnerRWE on Instagram, Twitter, Strava, and Facebook. And now I'm on TikTok as well. Send feedback or questions to RunnerRWE at gmail.com. And please give me a review or subscribe on iTunes. Um, I really appreciate it. And a shout out to my sponsors. Um, Ultra Aspire is my light and hydration sponsor. And Squirrel's Nut Butter is my chafing cream sponsor. Great products and I suggest you try, try them out. Have a great weekend.